praise and honor to you, O Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Before the feast of the Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world and he loved them to the end. The devil had already induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand him over. So during supper, fully aware that the Father had put everything into his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, He rose from supper and took off his outer garments. He took a towel and tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands, my head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all. For he knew who would betray him. For this reason, he said, not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master. Rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow so that as I have done for you, you should also do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I think probably all of us in here have received gifts throughout our lifetime. Um, If you think about maybe some of the greatest gifts that you've received... There's probably a list of different things that might occur to you. I remember at my first communion, I was seven years old, and there was a group of about eight of us receiving our first communion. And if at that time you had asked me, what's the greatest gift you've ever received? I more than likely would have told you that it was the $20 bill that I got from my grandfather for my first communion. I knew what the Eucharist was at that time. I had been catechized well, but I didn't quite understand. I didn't understand what was going on there. I think in some ways a lot like the disciples here. Flash forward 41 years, he asked me today, what's the greatest gift I've ever received in my life? I'd have to tell you with strong confidence was every sacrament I've ever received, from baptism 
to holy orders. And yet, I would say that there's still a lot that I don't understand about those sacraments in terms of the efficacy, how they connect us, how they touch us to God. Each and every one of us in here, those sacraments, how they touch us to God. But I can say this, that they stir up a huge feeling of gratitude. Now, gratitude is an interesting thing because it doesn't just come kind of from nothing. We feel gratitude when we've been given a gift, but not just any gift, something profound, something big that we haven't deserved. I like to tell people, if I give you a nickel, you're probably not going to be too grateful, right? It's not a very big gift, even if you didn't earn it. But if I give you $10,000, oh, then the gratitude goes up, right? It's more valuable. And what's more valuable to us as human beings than those gifts that allow us to enter deeply into the love of the Trinity? that allow us to enter deeply into the mystery of this week, of this triduum that we are beginning today. I can't think of anything. And yet so much of it remains a mystery. But it's a mystery that continues to unfold through our lives as God continues to gift us. There's one other thing that I was thinking about So I was praying over these scripture passages, gospel passage. And that is that when the disciples had their feet washed, and had this image that they were awful dirty. You know, walking around the Galilee in sandals, you know, through maybe, you know, open streams of sewage and whatever else we know that happens in uh, that kind of time and era in terms of cleanliness the feet couldn't have been too clean I thought about myself how you know over time I would be reluctant like if someone asked me to volunteer to allow them to wash my feet a holy Thursday I'd be self-conscious like I don't want to show my feet what what if they stink what if they you know what if you see my funny looking toe Um, there's that sense of sort of self-shame, you know, that I'm imperfect. And that's the thing. It's like that there are these imperfections in us and and, and in me. Tonight, you know, we celebrate the institution of the Eucharist and the priesthood. And I think that for myself, that gift of the priesthood certainly was one in which I was coming to the table with dirty feet. And every day it was my hope that I could allow God, Jesus, to come and wash my feet like the disciples so that I could be of service. I say that, though, this is about me because it's about all of us. Whether you're an ordained priest or you're a layman, you're married, whatever your vocation is, don't we all kind of come to God with dirty feet? Don't we all need to have that opportunity for God to cleanse us?
think there's a fear, maybe, that we can notice that a vulnerability that we're invited into as God asks us to allow him to wash our feet. And what I would say to that feeling, maybe, of fear is this. Don't let that stop you from allowing Jesus to get close to you. Don't let that stop you from receiving his gift. The gift that we don't deserve, but the one that he gives us. Because if we don't let our fear stop us from receiving that gift, we're opening ourselves up to an incredible opportunity of gratitude, joy, and peace.